And welcome everybody to the 1201 Sports Podcast. This is your host, Coach. I'm actually recording this promo, this little introduction, uh, in lieu of our last episode being split into two. Yesterday or early this morning, you might have heard our college football recap, and we were going to do college football and NFL along with me, Kane, Pringle, and Jake. However, we decided it was a little bit too long, and now we split it into two. So what you're about to hear is our NFL recap from this past weekend. Uh, you'll hear us talk just a little bit about Monday Night Football as we were watching, but it's mostly a recap of this past weekend. So, hope you guys enjoy. Be sure to give us a follow at 1201 Sports on Twitter. Follow us on Spotify, Apple, uh, wherever you find your streaming needs. So, hope you guys enjoy. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Let's get into the NFL. Uh, we had a bit of a wild weekend. Uh, you know, we saw Patrick Mahomes go down. Uh, what was that, Thursday? Yeah, that was Thursday. That was Thursday, yeah. So, uh, you know, just kind of talking about Kansas City just for a quick second uh, with the AFC. Are we just – the AFC, it, it, it's not as, you know, crazy as it was last year. So let's not kid ourselves. Are we just waiting around for New England versus Kansas City in the AFC Championship game? Pretty much. I mean, it's – I'm just ready for Josh Allen to take the Bills to glory. That's what I've been waiting around for. Well, they traded away Zay Jones, so how are they going to do that? I think they'll get by, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> they traded away their key veteran, too. They did. They don't have a veteran anymore. If Cleveland could have lived up to the hype they had this preseason, this a- the AFC would be a lot more interesting than it is now. I mean, right now it looks like Baltimore is going to run away with their division. Uh, it's going to be – it could come – it honestly could come down to Buffalo and New England for the East, honestly. I mean, Buffalo's – their defense is, is one of the best of the, was best in the NFL – and they're going to win them a lot of games. And in the West, I mean, it's going to be uh, – Chiefs are probably going to run away with it, even without – even if Mahomes is going to miss a lot of time. And the South is always – it's always a crapshoot. I mean, the Col- – it's between the Colts and the Texans now. But he, one or the other either falls apart. The Jags could catch – they can, are still in it. They could catch up by the end of the year. So I think that's going to be the most interesting thing in the AFC is the South. But right now, I mean, I don't know. I still think it's kind of up in the air as far as the championship game goes. To be honest, I only see one other possible contender in the AFC, and that'd be Baltimore. However, they already have lost to Kansas City, and coming up this week, they play New England, and I think that could be another big fat L. Um, I definitely think it's easily New England and Kansas City above everyone else in the AFC. Yeah, speaking of the AFC, as we record this episode, uh, the Pats are up 24-0 on the Jets already. Uh, and it's five minutes till we go, or five minutes into the second quarter. So back when people were saying, oh, Sam Darnold's back, the Jets are saved. Think again. Big thank you for Adam Gase for uh, limiting Le'Veon Bell's work. So I'm going to lose to Tyler in our fantasy league this week. Thank you, Adam. Really appreciate it. Dude, you hate Adam Gase. Adam Gase is a butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, I agree with Jake on this, uh, you know, the, and uh, Pringle a little bit as well. You know, the AFC South, 
the only two teams that I could see that could even come close, in my opinion, to catching either New England or Kansas City. Uh, it's either the Colts or the Texans. Uh, however, they just have to find consistency. You know, the Colts need to find some consistency on offense. Uh, the Texans need to find some consistency on defense. Uh, if one of those two teams can, you know, find some rhythm, I definitely think that they can make a move. However, right now it's just, you know, the Chiefs, even with, you know, a backup quarterback, I, I think that'll hurt them just a little bit. But uh, with, you know, Patrick Mahomes only being out a couple weeks, which is, I think, great for the league against a team like New England, uh, where they played each other, you know, last year. Um, you know, I, I definitely think I definitely think we're setting up for a good rematch. And I like what's going on. But it's really up to the Colts or Texans. I think that's the only two teams, in my opinion, that can come close to catching them. Can we say that the AFC is boring? Can we say that the entire NFL is boring? Oh, well, the, the NFC is is miles ahead of the AFC, right? It's, it, in terms of being interesting right now, but yeah, in general, the NFL is kind of boring compared to college, compared to uh, how deep we are into the college season right now. Oh, absolutely. Who who would you guys put as your favorite in the NFC? Uh personally, I, I mean, my personal bias. I want to say the Cowboys because I feel like the talent is there. However, I, with the coaching that's going on right now, I just don't see it. You know, it's kind of been an embarrassing past couple of weeks to be a Cowboys fan. But I think my personal favorite right now is either the 49ers or the Packers. And if I had to choose between those two, I'd have to choose the Packers uh, because the offense is finally starting to gel with Matt LaFleur. Uh, Rodgers has plenty of weapons to throw around to, and you know Rogers, he's the best in the game. He's he's the goat. I'm not. I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at that. And you know, the defense is causing turnovers. They're doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, they they're giving up some points, but they're causing a lot of turnovers. I think here in the last three games, they've caused five, six turnovers, which is awesome. And when if you have a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you know that can sling the rock. If I had to choose any quarterback right now to put the game, you know, to put the game in their hands. I'm definitely choosing Aaron Rodgers. No doubt about it. He's the GOAT. So I got the Packers win the NFC. I'm going to go with the home state flavor. Y'all all know that I'm a Broncos fan. Hashtag big sad again. Um, but look what this team is doing without Drew Brees. I mean, we all thought that best case scenario, they go three and three. They may go undefeated without Drew Brees. They're more than alive. They're dangerous. Their defense is playing lights out. And this offense is clicking. Are you saying that Teddy's better than Drew? No. Okay. Yeah, for me, my favorite is right now the Saints. I mean, even without Drew Brees, they've still played some good ball. Their deep, That defense is solid. Uh, I like the Packers, too, but the Vikings starting to catch up to them a little bit. I also like the Vikings and – you know, I know the 49ers are undefeated right now, but you know, you still really can't sleep on Seattle. They do this. We go through, it seems like we go through this song and dance every year. We say that, oh yeah, Seattle's done for this year. Seattle's not going to be able to compete, but they always prove us wrong. So Seattle's not a team to be slept, to be slept on at all. So, but right now I think my favorite, I'm going to give the edge of the saints. I don't want to sound like a broken record here, but I'm, I think I'm going to have to go with new Orleans as well. Vegas currently has them as the odds on favorite to win the NFC. Homer like glasses. Tyler <laughs> like Tyler mentioned, they are 5-0 and without Drew Brees in the lineup. Uh, I didn't think they could get out of there 
at best case scenario, three and three, but that defense is playing lights out. The secondary is waking up as well. Marshawn Lattimore is back in his rookie form. He held Mike Evans to a goose egg, DJ Chark to three catches and 43 yards, and Allen Robinson before the game was out of reach, had seven catches for 60 yards. He's playing phenomenally well. I'm confident this team can hang with literally anyone in the NFL, but I do want to side with Pringle here as a a little sidebar here. If it's not New Orleans, don't let this one bad game against Baltimore fool you. Seattle, when you adjust for defense, um, Seattle has the highest defense-adjusted passing game in the NFL thanks to their top three quarterback. Seattle is definitely a team you need to keep your eye on in the coming weeks. So I think another team that both y'all mentioned, uh, Jake and Pringle, the 49ers, should we take them seriously? Uh, Are they a competitor right now? I mean, yeah, the defense is playing great. Uh, You know, they've got a three-headed monster back there at running back. Uh, Jimmy G is still average, in my opinion, even though he's like, what, 15-2 and in his starts so far at the 49ers or something like that. Um, But are they a team that we should really consider right now? They're we should definitely ball. consider that defense. Definitely keep that defense in mind. I mean, that defense is a really good unit. But as far as their offense goes, I mean, it's very they're very run heavy. I mean, they want to establish the run early. And Jimmy G, you're right, hasn't hasn't looked you know spectacular. I mean, he's been good enough to win games. But in my opinion, um, a run uh, an offense that's so run heavy as you get later on in the season when players start getting more beat up and getting more tired it starts to slow down a little bit. And like I said, I re- I still really like Seattle in this division and the Rams are still, the Rams are definitely put themselves back in it. I mean, they just trade for Jalen Ramsey. who's a, the, who's a shutdown corner. So this is true. Yeah, and they, I mean, they still kept all their, they kept most of their pieces around from last year. So, you know, right now they look really good right now. They look really good, but as the season goes on, I think we're going to start to see them slow down. Right now, their biggest flaw is that they're missing their secret weapon at slot receiver. Trent Taylor, I mean, we can all joke and all joke aside. He's his his absence has been has been noticed. I mean, Grant, he's not this, you know, Hall of Fame, all pro slot receiver. But I think he was kind of a a security blanket, kind of like George Kittle. Um, and it, I think I think him not being in the lineup, I think it's kind of affected the flow of that offense. I just wanted to say in one of my classes, I did pass the role to Trent Taylor, so I've come very <laughs> close to a future Hall of Famer. So, Hey, I have guarded him in pickup basketball. Dude, he's a freak. <laughs> he put me on Jake, do you think that we could maybe get Trent Taylor on the show, considering your connection with him? I mean, since you do have the connections with him. Hey, after, after I get my media availability at LSU Games, I think it's only the next step. I think it's very likely that that could happen. Now, going back to the 49ers, um, here's a list of the teams that they've beaten. They've beaten the Buccaneers, the Bengals, the Steelers without Big Ben, the Browns, a road game against the Rams, and the Redskins. Now, if one okay. of those wins, <laughs> if, only, if only one of those wins sounds impressive, that's because only one of those wins is impressive. Like Pringle mentioned, they have a really good defense, but Jimmy G isn't doing much for, for them offensively. He's actually turned the ball over in every single game but one. And in that one, he fumbled. They just didn't lose it. They've still yet to play the best team in that division, which is Seattle. I definitely think they'll come back down to earth soon. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Um, And I do like, you know, where we're going. You know, we're going to have Trent Taylor on maybe. 
Uh, we're going to have Jake live tweeting and, uh, or I guess, uh, getting live interviews at LSU next weekend. So we're taking some strides, guys. I like it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk to Joe Burrow, ask him how it was to be mooned in front of thousands of people. I mean, it ought to be nice. Well, Joe Burrow didn't get mooned. Joe Burrow did the mooning. Ah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite picture, I think, on Twitter that I've seen so far is the Heisman Trophy being edited with Joe Burrow's butt being flashed to everybody. If you haven't seen that, please, and we may retweet it. Can we retweet that? Or is yes, that? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So go follow at 1201 Sports on Twitter. Nice little plug there. Uh, go follow at 1201 Sports on Twitter. We'll definitely retweet that for you. Uh, hey, you know, uh, while you're there on Twitter, why don't you just go ahead and drop a follow to uh, at T Prinkleman, you know, just while you're in the neighborhood. Just go ahead. <laughs> So this is the point of the show where we plug all of our social medias. <laughs> yeah, so that's at T Pringleman on Twitter. And that for me, that's going to be at T Kane1396, I believe. And then I have the most extravagant username of all, at Jacob Angevine. J-A-C-O-B-A-N-G-E-V-I-N-E. Now, how'd you come up with that? Uh, my mama said it might be cool. Yeah, when so or I wish my mom was cool like that. Good luck spelling mine. Uh, you can follow me at jbriet18, and I'll try to give you better advice than sitting Amari Cooper. So, yeah. Jay, no, you won't. I, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I think that's all the time we have for today. Uh, you know, Jake Pringle, it's been a pleasure having you guys on. Uh, we'll definitely hear from you again later this week. Uh, when we have our uh, fantasy podcast, uh, it's going to be a great show. Uh, as long as Jake doesn't tell people to sit Amari Cooper. Yikes. It wouldn't have been that bad last week. Yeah, but still. You don't sit a man amongst children. Is he, though? He's a man. See, Tyler, stuff like that's why you're not on the fantasy episode. Bags. Preach it louder to the people in the back. Who's uh who's winning our matchup right now? Who cares? It's one matchup. That's out of my control. Adam hey. Gates is screwed. Has decided he has a vendetta against me. Tyler, you traded away Deshaun Watson, Hunter Henry, and a first round pick in the same trade. We don't talk about that trade anymore. How's Drew Locke holding up for you? He's a quality bench player. Has he even stepped on the field this year? Nope. Is he on IR? He's on IR. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't get it. He's just so tall. Our slots field. (laughs) He's just so tall. He can throw a football clear over in their mountains. He definitely can. And he's tall, which everyone knows to be a quarterback, you just have to be at least you know six seven. You know, then you're automatically a good quarterback. So it works. That's the only requirement. That's John Elway's only requirement. You know, Shaq would be a really good quarterback, guys. Yeah, but I think that's a discussion for the Tuesday episode. Stay tuned. All right, so I think that's all the time we have for today. Uh, so be sure to go give us a follow on Twitter. Uh, that's at 1201sports, at 1201sports. Give us a follow on Spotify, uh, where you can hear all of our episodes. Give us a follow on Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, we're everywhere. We try to be everywhere. We want to be everywhere. Um, omniscient. 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 So 1201sports, always remember, even when we're wrong, We're always right. Peace.